Hello, everybody. Welcome to your Wednesday episode of Max Sports. I'm Max, bringing you football content Monday through Friday, five days a week. Now, Wednesdays are usually our power ranking episodes, and I have a fresh new list for you. Not even joking when it comes to say this. There's no football game today on Wednesday, and that's not because the NFL shouldn't be on every single day. Roger Goodell, the commissioner himself, said, hey, Max, Love the power ranking episode. I don't want to have a football game taking you know eyes and ears off of your content. So don't worry. I won't be doing any Wednesday football games. I'll make sure they stay on Thursday, and they usually suck. And then you can have the spotlight on Wednesday. So thank you, Roger Goodell. I really do appreciate it. It's always great to see someone like him supporting me out here. We got the power rankings. I'll be starting up right after the intro. Other than that, let's get the episode started. Before we get started on our power rankings, there's one thing I really wanted to shout out, and that was a goal that I am trying to achieve, and I wouldn't be able to achieve it without you guys. One of the things that I'm looking forward to doing is trying to hit 1,400 plays on Spotify before the end of the calendar year, end of 2023. As of right now, I am at 1,278, which means we're just a little over 100 plays left. If you know someone in your life that likes football, may know me, might know this project that we're working on. Ask them or say, hey, could you play one of the episodes or maybe recommend one that you liked yourself? Post it on your Facebook, whatever you want to do in order to help support the show. I would really like to see if we can get the community up to 1,400 plays by the end of the year. That'd be a really cool milestone to get in one year of me doing this. So I appreciate anyone who has helped and anyone that is looking forward to helping. With that being said, let's get the episode started off right. If you haven't listened to one of my podcasts when I do my power rankings, what I usually do is the top 14 teams in the NFL, according to me. Why do I do 14 teams? That's a great question you might be asking. Well, there's only 14 spots in the postseason. So why talk about teams that are fighting for the second to last spot in the league? We don't want anyone that sucks getting highlighted. That's what I have the power tankings for, where I find three teams that have absolutely been irritating the world this year, and we all get to make a little laugh at them. So let's get things started off. At number 14, I have the Indianapolis Colts. Shane Steichen needs to be in the coach of the year race. I was not one of the people that believed this team had any chance whatsoever to make a playoff run this year, especially once I found out that Anthony Richardson was going to be out indefinitely after his shoulder injury in October. Somehow, someway, they are in the playoffs as of today, and I give them a ton of credit for that. Gardner Minshew has taken over as the backup quarterback, and I think he will be paid very handsomely by whatever team decides to make him a borderline starter or potentially a very high-level backup for a long period of time. At number 13, I have the Cleveland Browns. Ah, Browns, come on. The defense has been so good this year, but the Joe Flacco-led offense made too many errors and had too many turnovers for them to have a chance against the Rams. If they can't turn the ship around soon, they might not only find themselves off of this list in a week, but find themselves out of the playoff race as well. At number 12, I have the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are really starting to look good now that they are healthy. Matthew Stafford is back and he's 
dropping dimes all over the field to Puka and Cooper Cup everywhere. The running game, led by Kyron Williams, has also really taken off this year as well. They are one of the few NFC teams fighting for a wild card spot this year, and I believe they have a solid shot based on how they've been playing. I really like what I'm seeing with this team, and I think they have a very, very solid chance at getting one of these wild card spots. Moving to number 11, you got the Buffalo Bills coming in here. The Bills got a much-needed bye week after a heart-crushing loss to Philly last week. Good news for them, two teams that are in the playoff hunt against them, the Broncos and Browns, both lost, keeping their chances to go up and steal one of those wildcard spots in the playoffs. If they want those dreams to stay alive, though, they'll have to go up and beat the Chiefs this next week. It's looking more likely than it should be, you know, based on what we've seen with the Chiefs. The Bills may have a chance to do it, though. If they don't, it might be the last time you see them on this list this year. At number 10, I have the Green Bay Packers. You Packer fans, you pinky promised me that you were rebuilding this year. We're not that good, the Packers said. We're such a young team, the Packer fans said. Jordan Love, we don't know what we have with him yet. They all said it. That's what all the Packer fans said. And now you're firmly at 500 and in a wild card spot. The Pack went out and smashed the Kansas City Chiefs in Sunday Night Football and now are firmly in a wild card spot. Jordan Love has really blossomed as well in the last couple weeks, throwing for six touchdowns. And I am very impressed with how this team has been playing on both sides of the ball. Their remaining schedule as well is one of the most favorable ones in all of the NFL and should have them as a favorite to earn a wildcard spot. Between their win against the Lions on Thanksgiving and now this primetime win over Kansas City, they are not a team I want to face again. At number nine, I got the Houston Texans here. The Texans won, but at what cost? Breakout rookie wide receiver Tank Dell had to be carted off the field with an injury during their game against the Denver Broncos this past Sunday. I'm not sure if this will hurt their offense or their playoff hopes, but it is sad to see in the moment. The win against the Broncos, though, was a massive, massive win for their chances to grab a wild card spot. And I will admit, I would love to see it happen. At number eight, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. After losing to the Bengals at home on Monday Night Football, who showed up in your place for the first time in 12 years, with the other team starting their backup quarterback, it is hard for me to put the Jaguars up this high. However, when looking at the teams below them, they are still in a much better situation when it comes to controlling their odds for the division and a playoff spot. There is something about this team, though. They look good at times and get some solid victories here and there, but every time there's an opportunity for a statement win, they fold. They get a chance at the kingpin, the reigning defending champs in Kansas City early in the season, and they don't score a single touchdown against them. How about against San Francisco a couple weeks ago, where San Fran comes into their building and drops double digits on them and wins the game? And now they come out and lose to a Bengals team at home on primetime with a backup quarterback. On top of all that, it appears that Trevor Lawrence, who left the game this past weekend for uh, an ankle problem, is going to be out 
for a couple weeks with a high ankle sprain. It is not a fun time to be a Jags fan, if we're all being honest. At number seven, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. What's wrong with you, Kansas City? You had Taylor Swift in Lambeau Field, and it seems that this offense is not going to be getting any better. Kansas City got absolutely handled by a young Packers team on primetime. And for this experienced defending Super Bowl champion, it seems like this is going to be a fairly bitter taste that you will be getting from this loss. The one thing I will say when it comes to the receivers here, Travis Kelsey is still having a very good season at times. However, this is not his best season ever. I don't want to critique him saying that he is the reason why there is failure, but unfortunately, due to the lack of receiving options at wideout, you almost need a Hall of Fame season from from Travis Kelsey, and he's not giving it this year. He's missed a couple games due to injury, and he's also had a couple times where he's fumbled the ball in the red zone. That happened against the Eagles. And uh, overall, it's starting to look really shaky for this Kansas City Chiefs offense. Unless Kelsey can somehow get healthy again and turn back into last year's Kelsey, I do have worries for this Chiefs offense. At number six, I got my Detroit Lions. No 9-3 team makes uh, with a lead, also. 9-3 with a lead makes me as anxious as the Detroit Lions do. A third straight game for the Lions where they've been moving where their defense has been letting the opposing team move the ball all over the field on them. The defense has been okay at stopping the run. Nice, but their pass defense may be the difference between a long playoff run and a first round exit. It's been one of the worst units in all of football and has been arguably the reason why the Packers smacked them around on Thanksgiving, the Bears almost got away with a win at home a couple weeks ago, and the Saints got right back into a game where Detroit was leading 21-0. The offense is looking good, and I still think the Lions are going to win the division this year in the NFC North. However, the defense may be the difference between an NFC championship run and a first-round wildcard exit. At number five, I have the Miami Dolphins. The Finns went out and beat the Commanders so bad, they made it look easy. Tyreek Hill is on pace to be the first 2,000-yard receiver in NFL history. I have my worries about their offense showing up against better opponents so far this year, but I respect their record a ton. The Dolphins are looking really good, and if they keep this up, the AFC East is theirs. At number four, I got them Cowboys. Dallas has had so many questions when it comes to how their record has really been holding up this year. Up until this moment, they had yet to beat a team with a winning record until Thursday night when they went out and smacked the Seahawks so hard in a competitive shootout that they have knocked them out of the wild card. They also moved closer to their division lead with the Eagles because they went out and lost to the 49ers which I believe means that this upcoming matchup between the Cowboys and the Eagles is for the division lead, and it is in Dallas. You win this game, you might be my number one team in the power rankings next week. You lose, you drop back down, and we all laugh at you again. What's it going to be, Cowboys? At number three, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. How do you beat the brotherly shove? How about never let them get in a situation where it matters? 
when you get beat as bad as Philly did against San Francisco this past week, it doesn't matter what dumb name you've given to your special move you've mastered. They never had a chance to implement their special move in any situation that made it closer than it was. A multiple score, double digit loss to the San Francisco 49ers has to hurt. They still have the best record in the NFL, but Dallas and San Fran are starting to creep back in a number one seed talk. At number two, I have the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens on bye week makes it feel like we haven't really seen this team in forever since their last game. Once upon a time, it seemed like they were in the toughest division in the NFL. All of the teams were had winning records and all of them were looking good. Now, they're the only team in their division with a starting quarterback that is healthy. I think that this makes the division an expectation for them to take. And it should be easier for them to wrap it up now due to the injuries of other teams. Baltimore, you're my favorite in the AFC right now. Let's see if you can keep it up as long as Lamar stays healthy. And then at number one, I have the San Fran 49ers. The Niners are the best team in football. They looked like they were a whole tier ahead of the Eagles, who have the best record in football. This team has returned to scary form and looks even better than they did at the beginning of the year. The addition of Chase Young may be the piece this team was missing on the defensive side. The defense was solid at times this year, especially during their winning streak early on, but sacks were the hard thing for this Niners team. It feels like they have already had 200 sacks on the season, though, since the addition of Chase Young. Pressuring the quarterback with him and Nick Bosa have been the now winning formula that the Niners have done in back-to-back -back weeks. Very, very impressive. Let's wrap things up with the power tankings. I have three teams that we all need to make a little bit of fun of, and we're going to start that off with the New York Jets. No, you aren't the worst team in the NFL record-wise, record but look at your situation. You try to bet it all on Aaron Rodgers this offseason just for him to explode four plays into the year. Then you throw Zach Wilson back out there as the backup to give everyone PTSD from how bad he played the previous season. After he struggles behind your terrible offensive line, you send two more quarterbacks, just feed them right through the wood chipper of an offensive line you have, to show that Zach Wilson, while inexper inexperienced and bad at times, was actually better than them. This is the Jet way, and now you have Zach Wilson that seems to be done dealing with this team and is a little reluctant to return to the starting role. What a bleep show you guys are for the rest of the NFL every single week. You are the definition of the Washington Generals playing the Harlem Globetrotters. Nobody expects you to win. You get in your own way to prevent you from actually winning. And yeah, it, it's not looking pretty for you guys. Nobody wants you to win. And number two for my power tankings, I got the New England Patriots. The Chargers went out to Foxborough and scored only six points against you guys. And not only did they win, they covered the spread. Brandon Staley is a head coach that is one loss away from being fired, and yet you let him walk away with a crime that was this game plan. This team needs a complete overhaul on all fronts. Either that or they'll need to use some, uh, some form of dark magic to turn Mac Jones into 2015 Tom Brady. I doubt that's going to be happening anytime soon, so maybe the coaching carousel will be your best option next year. And then finally, at number one, 
Uh, it doesn't make me feel good saying it, but here we are, the Carolina Panthers. Don't worry, Panthers fans. There's one good thing that could be said about the Panthers this past week. At least the season will be over soon. That is factual now because they are the first team to be eliminated from playoff contention despite being in the worst division in football. This crime, this is a crime, and it is exactly why the Bears have your first round pick this year. It's probably because your ownership, management, and coaching would fight over on how you would use it anyway, and you'd probably forget to end up turning the paperwork in. Sorry, Panthers fans. You have nothing to play for this year except your pride. That is why we're going to wrap up the power ranking segment, but also this episode. Again, thank you to anyone who is listening to these episodes, supporting. I got a um, interaction from someone the other day, uh, a comment saying, hey, all of these episodes have been better than the last. Keep up the good work. I appreciate it. I want to do a shout out. Um, I don't think this is a real name, so I don't, I don't know if people want their their stuff shared on here, but V Margle said, well done. Thanks for keeping me informed. Your episodes keep getting better, uh, better Max. I appreciate all of the stuff um, that I've been seeing out there. And I appreciate those comments that that kind of stuff makes me really happy to keep getting better. And hopefully you see that in the content as well. Let's wrap up the episode here today. Enjoy your Wednesday. Remember Thursday night football is going to be happening tomorrow. Let's see the quick, uh, update on who those teams are just so i can get you ready for week 14 Ooh, patriots and steelers that game's gonna end 12 10 um that's where we're gonna end this episode have a good one everybody adios